Welcome to The Rant. I'm your host, Herman James, and on today's episode, I'm just going to go off the fucking rails. This part of the podcast is brought to you by Libsyn. Are you looking to start a podcast or want to know where to move your podcast to to get the best possible outcome? Libsyn is the top-rated host for your podcast. Use promo code HERMAN for your first month free. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for doing everything you guys do for this podcast. I do enjoy conversing with everyone, pissing everybody off, and hearing the input that I get back from everyone on social media, as well as the email, the rant with Herman James at gmail.com, and the comments left on thehermanjames.com. You guys have really made this a more interactive podcast than I thought would have been a reality, and I appreciate everyone for doing that. Um, I was absent last week in putting up a show. I do apologize but as you saw in the picture I put up on social media, Halloween in my house is kind of a big deal. And I spent more time on decorating and setting things up and running it and enjoying life um, than being in the studio and recording. So I do apologize. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the picture I put up for Halloween because I had a blast. Uh, our overall neighborhood showing up whatever you want to call it involvement was enormous uh we kind of became a staple unknowingly in our community for our halloween for our decorations our spookier haunted garage whatever you want to call it uh we have a blast doing it and of course we bribe people with jello shots turns out we weren't the only ones doing the bribing with alcohol there were Bloody mojitos, there were beers, spiked uh, Cokes, excuse me, spiked chocolates and spiked coffees. So our neighborhood's a really nice one that kind of bribes everyone to bring their kids around and have a good time. Um, It has just been god-awfully busy the past few weeks. I have some great, great shows in the hopper. Uh, As you guys saw a week and a half ago, I did an interview with Katie Whelan of Seattle's Mist with the badass LFL Ladies Football League. She is a beast laying some people out, and she's a knockout, too. It is amazing what those women do. Stay tuned for that podcast. It is coming up soon. I've also got some great sponsors that are helping the podcast out. We actually reached out to a ton of local breweries in the Sacramento area. And we had a great, great turnout. We're actually setting things up in the next coming week or two to do a actual recording inside Yolo Brewery. Check them out. Their website is going to be listed in the podcast description. You've probably also seen it in all of my social media posts already. But if you're not going to go into the podcast description, just go to YoloBrew.com. Check them out. Show up. They're fantastic. They've actually provided me with the beer I am drinking tonight, which is, as our previous guest Woody Wins would say, is a fanboy beer, and it's fantastic. It is wet farve. It's a little hazy IPA. It is fantastic. It is wonderful. 
It is a great thing to drink while recording and while I watch the Packers. Regardless, win or lose, go Pack Go. Check out Yolo Brewery. If you want some free swag from Yolo Brewery, definitely mention anything in the comments and we'll get together and I will find your uh, mailing address. I will mail you out some swag from The Rant as well as from Yolo Brewery. So definitely comment in any of the social media with the hashtag for YOLO Brewery or tag YOLO Brewery in any of my social media posts and we'll reach back out to each other and we will get you some swag. Uh, Like I said, it's been a busy few weeks on top of marketing for some new sponsors as well as recording with some other great guests and new friends of the podcast. I've also been doing the Halloween thing Shopping for engagement rings. That's right. You heard it. Engagement rings. Fucking ridiculous doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, all over the place with the girl trying to find the right things and not liking them and overpriced and under quality. For, it just It is mind-numbing the things you go through. And I, I don't understand what people are thinking when it comes to doing that. But we'll get into more of that in a little bit. And then when we have all of that combined, I've also gone out and had some fishing time and tried to catch some fish. I have not yet, so I don't consider myself a real boy until I catch one. Sad but true. I don't even know what I'm going to do if, if I catch a fish. I don't know how to fucking clean it or gut it. I've never done that. I'm not a fucking hunter. I, I'm just going to go to Costco and buy a salmon. That's easier. There's still bones there sometimes. That sucks. But I digress. So I've been doing that as well as my 9 to 5 getting in the way. And I just had so much of an overload of just everything. And internally, I've just kept everything in and internalized things. And now it's just, it's about that fucking time to let some shit off my chest about how things are going. And I feel this episode is going to be like a slow burn. It's going to start off with some information of kind of what I've been doing, how it's going. I feel like it's going to be almost like a Bill Burr kind of an episode. If you haven't listened to him, check his shit. The Monday Morning Podcast is great. Um, but let's go back to the slow progression into how things have been working out for the rant and for me and how life has kind of been going. The Halloween was a big deal. I did my best to do my best for Halloween, as I always do. It's a big thing for me. I love doing it. As I said, the fantastic turnout was unexpected, but it was wonderful. Um, honestly, today, uh, by the time this one airs, it'll be the 7th of November. I still have Halloween up. Granted, I only put it up the day before Halloween, so we're going to get the best burn out of that one until I have to put it down and Thanksgiving is going to be up. But... It was a blast. I had a good time with it. We had some new uh, decorations put in there, some new fun things. It was great all the way around. Smoke makes everything better. Check out the pictures of the creepy garage. They have already been posted. People already commented on them. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. They're on Twitter. Check them out. You'll enjoy them. I'll put some of the other pictures up on the HermanJames.com as well. And uh, you'll see it. You'll enjoy it. It's a great thing. Now... The issue we had from that particular thing is there's always people bitching and pissing and moaning about kids not 
having decorations or costumes, excuse me, when they show up at your front door, they don't say anything, just put the bags out, and they expect things from your teenagers that are just way too old to be trick-or-treating. So that's why our neighborhood kind of incorporated the drinking aspect with it. And it works out really well. No, we're not giving booze to kids and teenagers, but the parents that are bringing the kids, like the kids that are way too young to have candy in the fucking first place. But, yeah, no one bitches about that, huh? And... It's a nice day because we get everyone together. The family wants to go out as a unit, as a family, versus sending the kids off by themselves. And now everyone's afraid of fucking pedophiles and kidnappers when it's pointless. It's not a main thing anymore. I don't think there's that many people getting abducted by people they don't know. Most abductions happen by your family members. Yeah, check it out. Statistics. Stats. Facts. Fact check that. Now... It was good for us because of everyone coming out and everyone trying to one-up each other a little bit here and there. And, uh, there, I have nothing bad to say about it. It was great. I think out of 112 or 113 jello shots that we made in two-ounce shot glasses, we had uh, eight. Yeah, eight left. So that was cool. That was fun. Um, before all of that, we were ring shopping looking for things for an engagement ring and trying to find the right ones. I knew what she wanted already and she had an idea of what she wanted but didn't know what she wanted and wanted was confused and wanted to pick things out and figure all that kind of stuff out, which that weirds me out. I don't understand the idea of picking out your own engagement rings or things of that nature because that takes A, the surprise out of it and B, the fun out of getting something you don't know what it's going to be. I get it, you want to have the right thing, and you don't want to say you don't like it if the guy does this or that. And I, That I understand, but it takes out the old nostalgia of doing things and puts the control effect on it, and it takes away a little bit of the fun that's supposed to be with it. Um, I can't say that there was going to be any sort of surprise um, due to the fact that we have been dating for 11 years. And I have been told numerous times, it is time. I don't really have an option for that. Not that I'm really looking for any other options. But we went to some places and some big malls, including Tiffany's and some other things. And um, we found the idea of what she wanted. And then everyone we know is always like, go to San Francisco. Go to the Diamond Mart. It's great. That place is fucking overrated. Maybe it was great 10 years ago. When it was exclusive and you had to know someone to get in. It was like a speakeasy kind of deal. Now it's so fucking commercialized. So overdone and asinine. They don't even greet you when you walk in. They don't help you in any way that's beneficial to you. Because so many fucking people walk through on a daily basis. They're burnt the fuck out. And I get it. You're burnt out. You're tired. Tire kickers galore. They're just going down there to fucking window shop and everything but you know what a good salesman can turn that into something can turn it into a viable lead can turn it into a cross sale can do something with it when you don't talk to people when you completely ignore them and you don't give them good customer service you're fucked you're not getting anything with that and you're just blowing yourself in the fucking dick on that one because what do you do they're gonna badmouth you to everybody don't go to these people. They suck dicks. It's San Francisco, so you might get some play on that. I don't know. But it it's bad all the way around. It's bad marketing. Speaking of bad marketing, fuck you, Xfinity. 
so, a few weeks ago, too, I was a little dark on social media because my main device, as all of you know, went out. My phone. It just died on me. I plugged in an Enterprise rent-a-car, like, lightning adapter for a fan in my phone. It fried my fucking phone. Fried the motherboard. 100% done. So, it was going to cost me 100 and, I think they said 160 bucks to get it repaired and take like two weeks. And I can't not have a phone for two weeks. I My job, my regular job, requires me to be on the phone and do sales and things of that nature. And, um, just to be able to be in contact with the girl and everyone else in the world and you, my fans, uh, and the listeners. It, it's It's not debatable it's a non-option to not have a phone so uh as we had talked about previously on cutting some of the bills down we switched our phones from AT&T to Comcast or Xfinity whatever you want to call it it's all the same thing so I went into Xfinity store and saw that they had some iPhones for sale and they had a big sale buy a phone get 250 bucks off and I asked the salesman hey we switched over a few weeks ago, this happened to my phone. I still have the sale. How does this work? He informs me the 250 does not come off right off the bat. You get a gift card in the mail after 90 days of the phone purchase and all that kind of stuff. Works out perfectly fine. You make the minimum payments of 13 or 18 bucks a month, whatever it was. And then in 90 days, you get the gift card. You pay off the remaining balance of that. And the phone essentially costs you like 100 bucks. Win, 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 right? Apparently not. They sent me across Sacramento to get the color I was looking for because they only had like the pinkish rose gold bullshit looking deal. I didn't want that. But way on the other side of town was a black one. So they sent me over there and that manager tells me that the salesman at the other store was wrong and I can't get what he offered me because that's for new customers to the company. Not existing ones trying to replace phones. I lost my shit. I went off on that salesman on the manager's cell phone inside of her store, and I apologized to her because I felt bad for her, but I made sure that everyone knew it wasn't her fault. It wasn't that store's fault. It was the other store in Rancho Cordova's fault because those guys and their manager, Tracy, is a fucking asshole. They stood there knowing what they were offering me, then sent me to the store to get what I was asking for for the color, and then... Told me I was mistaken and I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. When I only asked the exact same questions and the guy verified it as he was trying to ring me up. With his manager, Tracy, next to them. You pieces of fucking shit. Horrible, horrible marketing. Comcast is notorious for having bad customer service. They're actually a C-minus rated company on the Better Business Bureau where... I actually filed a complaint on them due to their false advertising and verbal marketing. The regional manager got a hold of me, told me that he would do what he could to get me things back, and then I was declined across the board a few days later. And I was also told that the manager Tracy from the Rancho Cordova location would call me. Never called me. Not once. Fucking hit like a little fucking pussy. It's just stupid people like that and stupid sales like that that are do nothing for you. There are so many other companies to go to for wireless service. Shit, you can go to fucking Cricket. 
You can get a fucking burner phone at Walmart. You can go to Best Buy and buy a cell phone and not get it from a carrier. I can go to OfferUp and buy a fucking used one and not deal with these fucks. There's so many more options to do for yourself than having to deal with shitty fucking salesmen who don't know what they're doing, don't know what they're selling, don't care to know, don't care about you, because the reality is there's someone after you and there's no repercussion for their shitty mentality, shitty service, or shitty fucking anything. Long story short, Sacramento listeners, stay the fuck away from the Rancho Cordova Xfinity store. Go in there. You can ask for Manny, the shitty salesman that I dealt with, old fucking dude. Tell him to go fuck himself. Tell Trace the same thing and tell him Herman from the rant. Told him to go fuck themselves. They'll love you for it. Love me too. And I'll love you for it every day. Now, moving on from those shitty sales experiences. The marketing aspect for what was going on for the past few weeks has done really well. Uh, we've got some things we're working to have set up. Uh, I met with the general manager over at Yolo Brewery. They're doing great. They have great, great things at Yolo Brewery. Check them out. There's actually a Trinity right over there. So it's three breweries right off of Harbor. And I believe it's the 80. It's the 5080. I never understand why the fucking does that. But it, it's right there. They are fantastic. YoloBrew.com. Uh, they can actually even do their own brewing for you. Uh, if you want to go in and brew your own beers, the mass amounts of them. They used to have a brewed up in downtown Sacramento. I'm sure they have them everywhere else. Everyone's listening from. They've got some place where you go and you pay a little bit of money and you pick your own types of, you know, barley's and all the stuff you're gonna put in there. You can figure out what you want to brew. If you want to do like a ale, a blonde ale, red ale, you want to do IPA, double IPA, whatever your fucking heart desires, you can brew it. Well, brewed up in Sacramento went under, and these guys snatched up all their stills. So they are one of the only places in the area that actually lets you brew your own beer. It's fantastic. It's a good thing to do. Check those guys out. They've been good to me. They'll be good to you. And if you go over there, uh, make sure you mention the rant sent you, and then they'll hook you up. Now, the other aspect of what I've been dealing with is my 9 to 5. Now, you've heard me talk about stupid things that companies do and stupid things that they do for motivation and stupid bad bosses and everything that kind of comes along with it. And that's because I deal with it on a regular basis. I've dealt with it in the past and I'm going to deal with it in the future. That's just the law of the world. Uh, You're not going to ever be working at a company where everything's going to be hunky-dory. And if you aren't the boss, you're going to be working for a boss and it's not going to be 100% everything you want to have to deal with. Now, the things I get pissed off about is shitty motivation. That is a, a key thing because in order to have good staff and good employees, I would know I've been a manager for a very long time and managed tons of people. You have to keep them motivated, happy and motivated, not fearful and motivated. Fear only motivates people to not get fired, not to be productive, not to be helpful, and not to be great, just not to get fired. That's not the employees you want to have because those employees that are afraid that you're going to fire them are going to fuck you over. You might know about it, see it, but can't prove it. That's your problem. Your fear is that they are going to do something 
that's not going to be good for you. So you try to lead by fear. doesn't work. Not going to work out well for you. Because those employees will find ways to get back at the employer and their boss. Now, whether that is something they take out within the company, they sneakily detour it, or they find ways of covering up their shitty productivity. They're going to do that. Or maybe they just had to leave the company for a better company in their eyes and leave you high and dry with no one to fill that slot that you thought you could hold them in by fear. It's not a good motivator. It's not going to help you. It's going to actually be a detriment to you and everyone else. But then when they leave, you can always play it off that they were the bad person. They were the evil. They were the cancer. They were this and that. And really, it's you, the poor management. You're the cancer. You're the reason why people leave. People leave managers. They don't leave jobs. It's a stupid thing that you hear all the time, but it's true. I've loved plenty of the jobs I've had in my youth. I love the environment. I loved some of the people I worked with, but I've always hated a few people there so much so, sometimes the management, that that's what was my determining factor to leave. There's no loyalty in this world anymore because the companies aren't loyal to the employees. Why should the employees be loyal to the companies? It only makes sense. It's cyclical. Now, another bad idea for motivator is false hope. And what I like to call the dangling carrot. Don't tell people you're going to do something for them. You're going to help them do something. You're going to make things better for them. Or there's something better coming down the road. You know it. You just have to hold on a little bit longer to get there. Because when that is the same thing heard over and over and over again, your staff is going to hate you. They know you're lying. Especially when you show up in a new fancy car. When you leave them high and dry, you leave early, you show up late, you take long vacations, you go home on holidays, but you require your staff to work all of those. The staff doesn't get any sort of perk or increase in income. They don't get any sort of remote work. They don't get any additional time off or added PTO, yet you're pocketing a fuck ton more money because of their productivity. That is only going to produce animosity and hate within your company. And they're going to leave you. They're going to leave you, not the company. And when they go somewhere else and people ask about the company, they're going to say how bad you are, how bad the management is, and why other people should not work for that company. Check out Glassdoor. Glassdoor has these kind of issues all over the place. All you see on a majority of these websites is people who have left the company and gone somewhere else saying how shitty their management is. Work harder and do more. It'll benefit you in the long run. We'll do more for you later. No, you won't. When two weeks, three weeks, four months, six months, a year and a half comes down the road and you're still asking them to work harder and do more and there hasn't been any benefit previously but just ask to do more, it's fucked. People know what you're doing. You're trying to fucking squeeze blood from a stone. I also don't get where that, that phrase came from. My dad used to use it. It's a weird thing. I just know you can't do it, so I'm going to use it again. So because of that, that's your motivation to people. Fear and false hope. You know what really works well? To have employees like you. 
to like where they work and want to work hard for you and for the company. To be rewarded for the work that they're doing. To be rewarded for the sacrifices their personal and family life is taking so that you can pocket all the fucking benefits of what they're doing. When you take your wife and her fake tits out in your new fancy car because everyone below you made that possible. I have plenty of companies where management was great. They did wonderful things for people and they made you want to stay. They have employees that have worked with them for over 30 years because they love the people, they love the company, and they love their perks. But others have left because the employees that went unchecked. I talk about nepotism a lot because I've worked with companies that have that. This is my friend's daughter's niece's best friend. This is my brother's second cousin. This is what the fuck ever. And those are the fucking assholes that have that entitlement to them. And they're not fired and they get away with fucking murder. And they're the ones that get other people fired and make other people leave. Because why? Management doesn't want to check it. Why check it? Why would they have to? What's the point? They're all going to be there. It's still going to get done, isn't it? Everyone hates each other. But it gets done. It's cool. People are having fucking breakdowns. Mental fucking breakdowns. Stress levels are super high. People hate each other. You get anxious when you walk up to the building. When you have to wake up to go to work. But the job gets done, doesn't it? What motivational book, what boss fucking book do you have to read where that is a good outcome? That's a good result. Or that's a fucking tactic. There's none. There's none. Maybe it's a Trump book. Look how well he's doing. Motherfucker's about to get impeached. Losing everything. Fucking up our country. Praises dictators. If your boss is a dictator, you know he's a dictator. If you're not sure if you're a dictator and you're a boss and you're not sure, you're a dictator. If your fucking employees hate you, you're just a piece of shit. Your employees should love you, respect you, have a slight fear of disappointing you. But not a fear of getting fired. That's not a motivator. You need to have the motivation that parents would have. I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. How much more did that hurt than when they were mad at you? You let them down. You want your staff to be motivated like that. Not because they think you're going to fucking fire them. You're going to fucking cut their pay. You're going to make them work overtime and coming on weekends. We've all seen office space. We all know how that works. Fucking TPS reports. Five fucking bosses. I'm only doing this so I don't get fucking ridden and told by five fucking people what I've done wrong. We've all lived there. Some of us are still there. It's not good motivation. It's not how this life should fucking work. And if you offer people things, you should give it to them. As an employer, that should be your fucking obligation. And if you don't, they should be able to sue your ass for false advertising. Because you told them they were going to get it, but they didn't. And when your corporate office says everyone gets something, and your automatic response is, anytime you see those emails from corporate come in, automatically assume that does not apply to this office. I've got those emails where the corporate office says, hey, we appreciate you. 
and everything you do. We want to make sure that you have a better work to life experience. So we're going to make it mandatory that you get to either come in late or leave early every day, but your pay will not change. We're also going to give you guaranteed days off and some more PTO so you can relax, recharge, come back to work and be more productive because we love you and what you've done for this company. You know what the boss said, the head of the department, those emails do not apply to this office. Never assume that they do. So what did he just say? He doesn't appreciate you. He doesn't care about your life. He doesn't care if your family is suffering. He doesn't care if you're suffering. All that matters is the bottom dollar. And why? That's what he gets paid off of. And that, that is why there's a fucking bad boss out there for everyone. We've all had them. We all know who they are. We all know where the fuck they work. It is time to stand up to these motherfuckers. Do the right thing. Find a job that you can move away from this people from. Find what's going to pay you well. Give you the benefits you need. Whether it's money, insurance, self-respect, or just an ability to breathe. Don't let these pieces of shit bring you down. And don't let them make a determination on your happiness. You're only going to go around this world once. You might as well make it fucking worth it. And if that means you got to make these fuckers suffer and you benefit, how much sweeter is that? Well, looks like that's all the time I've got for this episode. No rant on top of the rant. This whole episode was a fucking rant. And uh, it was on my chest for a while and I wanted to get it off. And I appreciate everyone for letting me do that nice cathartic fucking let off. Make sure you check out YOLO Brewery, YOLOBrew.com. They're great. They're fantastic, wonderful beers. Go there, pick some up, bring them home with you. Do what you got to do. Drink them there. Game nights on Thursdays. Bring the family. It's a fun place to be. Don't forget to check out my friends at the No Phony Podcast Network. That's NoPhonyNetwork.com. And don't forget, it is Libsyn's 15-year anniversary. That is the best podcast hosting company on the market the rants on it won't be off of it check Lipson out and use promo code herman for your first month free i can't wait to be near us next time